Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Let's do this. All right. This week's episode of Can You Hear Me uh, will be brought to you by KJ. Nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Let me help you with that. Ty Webb. Heavy Longmire. Gustave Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato. Enlighten me. What are we going to talk about? I got nothing for I got things. I got some things. Got we some got things. some emails. Got some emails. Well, do you have anything to share with us? I don't. Not a damn thing. Well, that's nothing. That's we might have had something intro. about three hours ago. <laughs> Inside uh, joke. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing. All got right. Nothing. Well, where can you hear me? The three guys who have absolutely nothing, and we thank you for listening to us. I am Gustav Monteblanc. I am Ty Webb. And I am the one and only, the in-person, the impertinent, master of baiting, everything, Heavy Longmire. You can reach us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com, and you can find us on Twitter. I am Real Gustav. I am TyWeb3000. And I am Longmire Heavy. And uh, we got Facebook, Instagram, Reddit. All that good stuff, so just find us there if you want to follow us there. And if you'd like to uh, give us a nice review on iTunes, that'd be great, too. I don't know what the hell that actually does for us, but sure, why not? Our sponsors love it. Yeah, all our sponsors. Brought to you by Curtis Mathis. I like KJ's bit of sponsors. That is a good Mm -hmm. bit where he just picks some random thing (laughs) to add to the mix each week. Maybe we can say this episode's sponsored by KJ. Yeah. Just reverse it on him a little. There you go. The old flip. The old flip-flop. Not to be confused with Flip Wilson. Not Flip Wilson. Man, I hate flip-flops. Do y'all wear flip-flops? No, it seems hurt. like that's... Man. I mean, aren't those supposed to just be for women? Yeah, I'm a man. I don't wear flip-flops. I mean, I know that we're showing our age, but I've never <clears throat> owned a pair of flip-flops. I, I used... To, I've never, like, worn them for serious... <laughs> sure. I mean, like shower shoes or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that's like uh, slip on type. Yeah. Just to like walk around in? No, those things are uncomfortable. No, I don't know why. And I, I, why I support Tiva sandals. Now, I do wear, <laughs> I wear Tevas only if I'm going to be in the water. Really? Yeah, I do not wear them if I'm not going to so the like water. You wear them dry? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll wear them wet, but I'm like, if I can take them off to get in the, you know. I'll take them off to to raft, to canoe. Mm, if to I'm kayak. Canoe, if I'm canoeing, if I'm canoeing, I will take them off as I walk through the water, get in the canoe, and put them on when I get in the canoe. That's weird. What a prissy bitch. <laughs> you know. Where do you put your ascot when you get in the canoe? I just tie it around my neck. Okay. Well, that is where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of let it dangle, <clears throat> flapping the breeze yep. as you paddle along. Mm-hmm. Well, I, we're we're all anti flip flop. Totally anti flip flop. We're not of the flip flop generation. I have a what's about thirty six by twenty four hips. Uh, yes, uh, framed picture of heavy and myself and the Polynesian going through some rapids on oh, the Arkansas. That was River. a great trip. It was a good trip, and he. I'll be damned if that son of a bitch doesn't look good. He hey. is you. Oh, I do look good. Man. He's got a little do rag <laughs> on. You look like a full on guide. He's so he's all tan. He's got some like oh, just wrap that, around shades. No, nah, I had my John Lennon glasses on. Maybe I had my round shades. Did you have that thing. glistening chestnut skin? Oh yeah, yeah. And the picture was taken just at the right moment where I was really digging into the water oh, with yeah. my and just. Oh, just ripples all through my arms bulging. and shoulders. And, and we're, we look good. 
But then at the back of the raft is the Polynesian's younger brother with the smiling at the camera <laughs> <laughs> with both hands up with the oar flat, like, woo! Yeah. And here, here we're up at the front, and we're just really, you know, yeah. putting our all into it, and he's back He's acting like he's going down the damn log raft right. or something. That's but, pretty yeah. fitting for his personality, too. Yeah, very yeah, much so. Yeah, very much so. That but, white water rafting is a blast. It is. And we had, well... I had two on that same stretch, and then one year, me and Mrs. Gustav were up in Colorado on one of the best trips we ever took, way before kids. Yeah. And we were up by Crested Butte and took a little bit, I don't even remember what river it was. It was okay. Yeah. But it, it was late in the summer, and it was just kind of, whee! Right. You know, it wasn't anything good, but... I've been on that Ocoa River, I think it is, North Carolina. It was, man... So much fun. You know, we've got a guy that was years older than us that's uh, in scouts that moved to North Carolina, mm-hmm. and that's all he does is bike yeah. and raft. It's so pretty up there. Never been to the Carolinas. I've It's on my bucket oh, list. Man. So. It's great because it's, you know, you've kind of got it all. You've got a coast side, and then you've got the mountains and everything, yeah. and it's just so pretty. Asheville, that area is really Furniture. nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I've got a couple of things. Okay. We've talked before that I have two sons that are 10 and 12, respectively. You have two sons. Two sons. And they are their father's son, and they are full of shit. And so lately, since I've been home a lot, I've been taking them to and from school, and usually on the way home is when the full of shit starts in. (laughs) So I've uh, collected a couple of things that they've said lately. Okay. So one, the ten. Which, you know what which you should one's do? More full of shit. The older one or the younger one? The the older one's more full of shit. Okay. We need to have a game show where you tell us a statement, and then Heavy and I have to guess if it was said by one of your sons or Brad. <laughs> I can work on that. I can start collecting that. Because I've got a feeling that some of these may fall into the buildings have gravity category. Yeah, from from the older one for sure, some of the things that he comes up with. Because much like his father, he is not afraid to take a position of authority on a subject, even though he knows absolutely nothing about said subject. Like Always confident, like, sometimes like informed. Subaru. Right. <laughs> you ever heard that story? No. We were out, me and Gustav and the Polynesian... We were out camping one one night. As a, we were wont to do. Right. Oh, yeah. If we weren't camping in Boy Scouts, we were out camping on our own. At a, camping was a big high school activity. Mom and Dad's land. So we were, like, every other weekend, we were Yeah, camping. it was most, yeah. And, uh, especially in the winter. Yeah. So it was wintertime. And, and our we, camping was just a tarp, maybe. Yeah. And a sleeping bag. Right. We didn't have, we didn't take a tent. There were no tents. We went out in the pasture, and I had some... Good binoculars. Yeah. So we'd go out in the pasture and we'd lay out in the big hay meadow. Yeah. And we'd lay out there and, you know, this is early 90s mm-hmm. but before any of the big light sources that are right within 30 miles of right. that area yeah. now. Before any of that. So you get a good look at the sky. Right. Get a good look. And we'd lay there and none of us knew shit about constellations. Not but, a lick. But, uh. The stars are fun to look at. Heavy wasn't like, I think I see Cassiopeia. <laughs> the, uh, so we're laying there. We pick out the Big Dipper, and that's about it. Uh, I'd read an article in Scientific American. You saw a Wilt Chamberlain hold up on, there? Hold on a minute. That's for you, Jay. We're, uh, we're laying there, and there's this little cluster of some, uh, some stars there, and they <laughs> form this thing. <laughs> so we're going to, I was like, I wonder what, what that is. Is that's got to be part of a constellation? You know, this is pre-internet, so it's not like you look yeah. this shit up when you you have to go to the library and check out a constellation book. Right, grab an encyclopedia. Well, Gustav spouts off, "Oh, that's the constellation Subaru." <laughs> and me and the Polynesian are like, "Subaru? I've never even heard of that." He's like, "Yeah, you know, on the, on the Subaru car <laughs> emblem, on the car emblem, nice. there's a there's three. And I'm like. I don't even know anybody that has a Subaru, so I was not familiar with the Subaru. Yeah. We did not know hippies at the time. Car no, not a lot of Subarus in our hometown. But anyway, me and the Polynesian are like, huh, okay, so that's Subaru. Well, about two weeks later, I am up at the gym waiting for my girlfriend, who was a cheerleader, waiting for them to get back from a basketball game. From And so I'm standing out there 
outside the gym, leaned up against my truck, you know, and the black boots on. Right. The red cheerleader bus shows up, and some of them come over, and we're all talking. And I'm sitting there gazing up at the sky. One of them says, "What are you looking at?" Oh, I'm just looking at constellations. And before, <laughs> hold on, before we go further, these cheerleaders were not Mensa level. No, at, you know. no. I said, uh, "Oh, I'm just looking at stars, looking at constellations." You see that one right there? <laughs> That's Subaru. <laughs> and this other one. This girl who's younger than me, who, if anybody, to be corrected by, if I had to pick somebody <laughs> to be corrected by, it would not be her. This would be your last choice. She's but... like, that's not Subaru, that's Orion's belt. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's Subaru. She's like, no, that's Orion's belt. Look, there's his belt, and there's the button, and she's pointing all this out, and I'm like, well, I don't think that's right, but okay. <laughs> And uh, I'm, sitting there, I'm sitting thinking in my head, like, that son of a bitch, Gustav. So I call him, like, as soon as I get home. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I got, he's like, well, I thought it was. So thought good. it was. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> yeah, those were, uh, and I'm, I think I'm a little bit better about it now. <laughs> but when I see him do it, I'm like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. And this is why, and then I'll, you know, explain it. But it's. It's like watching a damn uh, movie of myself. Well, there was there was a point in time in our younger days, high school, early college, where I would just, I'd make something up. I'd make yeah. up a word or an event, right. some world event or something, and ask Gustav, it's like, man, do you know anything about, and I'd throw up his, <laughs> and he'd go on about it for like 15 or 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. 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 I've got read a book about that. <laughs> You hadn't heard of that shit and yet? I, and I'd never even, I'd never say anything. It's like, wow, all right. Just, <laughs> just laying traps. Yeah, just just reeling me along. Just letting out enough slack that I didn't uh, didn't break the line. So what are some of these well, proclamations that... So first off, they are not as cool as they think they are. I mean, you know... I can't imagine a kid so, so the day that way. They get in and my youngest one says... Yeah, I might be sort of dating. Okay. Might be sort of dating. We'll see you on Thursday. (laughs) Give it a trial run. Right. So I'm like, there's not just sort of dating, you know, and and their definition of dating is just saying we're dating. So, right, it's kind of like when we were growing up, it was going with. Going with, yeah, yeah. So dating is is that. uh, Going with is no longer popular. Do kids not use going with anymore? I don't think so. From what I've gathered, they just call it dating. I like going with better. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, well, are you going on a date? No, no. Just a trial. Let's see how we like it. See if we like each other. I'm like, all right. This is the recording grader. The, the, yeah, the uh, this actually, yeah, sixth grader. Yeah. Okay. Now, they're fresh meat at this school, right? So they've been the source of a lot of female attention, and mm-hmm. apparently, the number of females is way bigger than the number of males. Hey, okay. now. So all right. They're far more popular with the ladies than their father ever was. And this never happened to me. So I don't, right. I mean, unchar- I've already told them. I don't know what you're up to. <laughs> While we were at... Sonic. You need me and Ty to give you <laughs> Why don't you have Uncle Heavy and Uncle Ty take them camping one right. weekend? Y'all, y'all can answer the masturbatory questions for me, too. Uh, right. The We were at Sonic, which I know Heavy likes. I do not care for at all. I like Sonic. I like rings. Sonic, all right. I'll eat the onion rings. That's about it. The piccolos back in the day were the oh, piccolos. That was the good. goat. Oh, yeah. I got to lower your your hot, hot, hot. The um, I was looking at Twitter, and there was uh, some story about another teacher somewhere in Texas getting knocked up by a thirteen-year-old. Wow! And she wasn't bad looking. She was young, and that makes my thirteen-year-old story look tame. Yes. <laughs> The lost, the lost uh, audio from a few weeks back. If you're keeping track. Oh yeah, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. So they're. I'm looking at it, and they're like, "You're looking at girls on your phone." I'm like, "No, I'm looking at a teacher that had sex with her student who was 13 and got pregnant." I'm reading the news, kids. <laughs> yeah. And I said, "I don't want y'all getting your teachers pregnant." And they were just. Mystif- you know, stupefied. Right. That this could even happen. 
And, you know, I told Mrs. Gustav about that. But were they married? Did they love each other? I, you know, she was <laughs> they did for a minute. Isn't that? Yeah. And she pointed out, how in the world does that happen? I mean, remember how we were when we were 13. What grade is 13? That's eighth grade. Eighth grade. Hmm? No, I mean, hmm. not that you could. Right. But why would a grown woman... Oh, yeah. I don't know. ...want to dip their toe into that water to begin with? Yeah. We were a bunch of doofuses at 13. Yeah. That's a awkward... That's a very... Awkward age. Yeah. Very awkward. So I don't know how that stuff happens. And it continues to happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, There's a lot of braces like, going on. Mm-hmm. Just stinking. And yeah. You hadn't really... Fi- yeah, you hadn't figured out your body You're yet. You're all gangly. Yeah. 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 Anyway, they were just, I told them, uh, you know, that I didn't want to have them. I don't want any kids, grandkids anytime soon, but I definitely don't want it with a teacher. So right. I'm laying those, I'm, you know. That's laying down some rules. Laying down some foundational work. Although those teacher benefits aren't bad. So you can't get, get that hospital stay paid for. <laughs> <laughs> so after, I think maybe the same day, I can't remember, I'd stopped at the grocery store and I left them in the truck and I went in to get something that came back. And as we were pulling out, there's a Maserati hey now. parked next to us. And I said, who in the world is driving a Maserati here? And this is what the oldest one said. I don't know. Maybe he was African? <laughs> what? Or maybe he was Asian. I don't know. He might have been Latino. I'm not real good at this sort of thing. <laughs> Future what? UN diplomat. What kind of answer is that? <laughs> an African, an Asian, or a Latino yeah. Sounds like the start of a joke <laughs> I know it. I, I'm like <laughs> Not real good at this sort of thing uh, So that, that gave me great pleasure You don't have flashcards with the races? <laughs> with the race, no, we don't have Race that. cards <laughs> Playing the race cards, literally So then The other day we were talking about something when we were kids And the same one said yeah, you know, back when Dad was young, back when they had the back in the days of telegrams <laughs> and black and white TV and no internet. <laughs> well, we didn't have telegrams, but we did have black and white TV. I think we were in like dances with wolves. When have you ever gotten a telegram? I've never gotten a telegram. All right. There you go. They were around though, I think. I Aren't think they, they still? still were around. Yeah. So they that finally went out of business. Three years ago? I remember seeing it on the news. Yeah, it hadn't it, been that long. Yeah. But like, I've never Because I was shocked that it was still around. I was like, who what in the right. hell? I've never... Because that's what Western Union was. Right, yeah. exactly. was telegrams. They just got into the money thing. Yeah. You remember that we mentioned off-air earlier, we were talking about cash and checks and stuff. And, of course, we didn't have debit cards or anything like that. Even when we, you know, were in high school mm-hmm. and had our own money and stuff. We had a checking account, right, that kind right. of thing. I didn't but have a debit in college, even. I had one in college. Well, I, I mean, think towards the end of college. Towards the end, yeah. But oh, yeah, I guess the ATM card. I had that. Yeah. I didn't have a debit. Yeah. Right, it, yeah. Wasn't, it was just an ATM card. You remember card. when you'd have to go to the little grocery store crow's nest to cash a check? He was, used to work in one of those. If, yeah. If the bank was closed, yeah. you know, and you had to pay your little fee. And we had we had check floaters. Now, have you ever heard of that? I used to be a Oh, master. yeah. Were you a master floater? I was... Because that was one of the things that kept kiters. Yes. That, that kept me from. Uh, That's what I meant. Sorry, not floating. Yeah. What, what are you saying? Kiting. Where you? When you're writing it, when you know you don't have it in there. But they, they would they would write it to get the money out, and then go deposit the money the next day, and they would just do this every day. Yeah. Well, that I was slow, relatively slow, I guess, in paying my bills online instead of writing out a check. Because I was a check floating son of a bitch. I, <laughs> you know, it wouldn't they wouldn't be hot, but I'm like, all right, I'm I get paid such and such. I'll go ahead and write this one. Yeah, it'll take because if it's in right. the mail, it's going to take. It'll get there in three days. It'll take them two days to process it. I'll have the money in there by the end. You ever do the old post dated check? Oh yeah, that, and I I was at a uh, sign up for one of the a youth event the other day, and one of the ladies like, well, we can't cash this one until X number of days. They went and went, you know. That's mm-hmm. just a normal thing. But these were people that would come in, and they would write a check for cash. And I never did figure out how you ever could get out of this unless you, like, got a, fell into a lot of money. And they wouldn't write that much. And that was always the other thing. These were, like, $40 or something. They'd write a ca- check for cash, and then they would go deposit the next day, and then they'd write another check. It was just this – I don't know. I, I never have understood how it worked. They'd deposit the 40 
back into the bank. How are they coming out? It, it was a, I can't explain it. Okay. But they came every day, and they were all you know. It was just a. It wasn't a matter of like they were getting that money to spend it. They would just walk in, write the check for cash, get the money, and they had to go and deposit it. It was like a just a loop to kind of keep things going. Huh. I don't get that. And I tell you what, you think that the grocery lines are long now? Mm. Remember when it was everybody, everybody was writing a check. a check? Yes. And, you know, you can't start filling that bet, and which even that pissed me off. People wouldn't even fill any of it out right, until right. the whole thing was done. I was like, right. you can sign your name on there and right. put the date. You that know what store change. you're in. Yes. You can go ahead and fill <laughs> that part out. That, now, when people I, still do that oh, with their check cards. Like, yeah. they'll sit there and let everything go by. Then they're going to swap then their card. Then start digging through yeah. the purse. Yeah. Looking oh, for let it. me see. I'm, I think I might have that in cash. I think, <laughs> I, think I might knock you out. Well, and back when I was a cat, when I was actually a checker, you had to write down. You had to get their driver's license mm-hmm. and had to write the driver's license number on there. And all oh, birthday, yeah. Remember the birthday. ladies with the billfolds with the just flip out thing where you yeah. could see their... License? Yeah. I don't miss those days at all. Oh, filling out a check everywhere you went. Well, hopefully that's what we're going back to. I mean, to make to make America great again. You couldn't resist it, could you? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, getting the, I'm getting the chip implanted in me before Obama leaves. <laughs> I, I, I gave you three hours of off-the-record politics talk just to avoid it. Uh, well, he had... Hannity Tourette's last time we yes, recorded. I, I haven't edited that episode yet, so I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, I can't remember. That was when we were talking about, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We were talking. About and he that. Just, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that. Exactly. And then the other day, let's see, we go back to this. <laughs> they got into yo mama jokes. Oh, uh, man. Now, let me ask this. Since they're so close in age, are they on the same team in the house? Or do they fight amongst each other? My my kids, interestingly enough, don't fight. Really? And it's if anything happens, they might get crossways with each other, and then they hurt each other's feelings, and then they get upset because they hurt the other one's feelings. Oh, okay. That it's it's totally different than how I grew up, where my brother and I were trying to kill one another. Right. And so I really don't know how to handle it because. Are you telling me you have a pacifist household? It's pretty close to that. And then the middle one and then my daughter are really close. They spend more time watching the same things mm-hmm. or playing, you know, the same games together. <laughs> well, the middle one has to be out of the room <laughs> <laughs> for some of those games. So it's a uh, it's a different world than what I grew up. Yeah, because it does seem like a pacifist house versus. I mean, my brother broke that sliding glass front door because I had locked the door one day. He just broke through just it. Broke huh? through it, <laughs> you know. And he'll say that I would hold him down and spit on him and stuff like that. Yeah, and, I used to do that. You know, <laughs> but there were he. It I, is nice being the oldest. I, yeah. But he, mine was much more violent towards me than I ever was towards him. And even at a oh. young age, he hit me in the head with a baseball bat on a couple of different occasions, and I had to go to town to the doctor. Really? Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. the not the emergency room. The doctor. The doctor. Oh, you yeah. know, that, these are the days of the you clinic. go to the emergency room unless you were bleeding heavily. You went yeah. to the clinic. That's right. Yeah. The, and uh, that doctor, he, if he hadn't, he he had stopped smoking in the exam room, <laughs> but he had to put his cigarette down on the ashtray to come into the exam room. <laughs> the, uh, probably the meanest or the most dangerous thing I ever did to my brother. You remember at our old house... You pull up in the driveway, and then you walk mm-hmm. into the right. gate, and then there was that storm door where you walked into that sun porch. Yep. Me and him were racing to that storm door one day. I was probably in junior high, so he was probably fourth grade, right. something like that. Well, he's in front of me, and he runs up on those back steps, and he's fixing to open the storm door. Well, I just push him, <laughs> and he his head goes through. This glass? Was, yeah, it was still glass. It wasn't plexiglass. Right. goes through the plate glass. Of the uh, of so the storm door thing to say plate glass plate glass yeah <laughs> storm yeah, door scared the shit out oh, of my mama and how it did not cut him I it didn't cut him at all no that's Damn. amazing didn't, I mean his and he 
I mean, he was his head was all the way through because right. he, he was scared to move. Yeah, because he's afraid he's going to cut his neck off. Right. Yeah. Mama screaming, man. What have you done? <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell? <laughs> and, uh, Wonderful cover. <laughs> <laughs> Why the? I was just about to ask you. Why the hell has she been screaming? That makes. Oh, okay. And, uh, <laughs> we're losing all she that. She was a cheerleader. That's true. Maybe no. she was. She was in there working in some of her old routines. Right. Yeah. The one time I list, listed my sister, that was awesome. my brother and sister come running into my room. He like tries to tackle me around the waist. Oh, this I was in high school at and this time. And you were you were a exceptional athlete at right. this time. So he tries to tackle me around the legs. Well, he just got me around the legs. Well, my sister jumps on my arm. She's like probably third grade or something. Well. I'm trying to fend him off with my with one arm. With your pinky? She's on the other arm, and I just lift her up like this. Right. All of a sudden, I hear her screaming. I look up, and I put her into the <laughs> ceiling fan. You know. Whack, 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 But uh, that's about it. She lived. But yeah, you and your brother used to have some tussles. We had some. We had, I the mean, Polynesians the, had some the tussles. The Polynesians were the kings of it. Because w- mine and I, there weren't, it was more wrestling. Yeah. So there was, I don't ever remember punches or anything. Yeah. The Polynesians. They'd fight. They'd fight. Yeah. They'd swing stuff. They'd, they'd get fight, weapons. Yeah, they'd and... fight like they meant it. <laughs> <laughs> Some ancient Polynesian war tactics going on there. Swinging a canoe paddle or something. Uh, I can see them having a knockdown drag out. Got any other quotes? Well, we got the Yo Mama jokes. Oh, yes. I was surprised are still a thing. That's great. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. Yeah, I'm and still alive. They were telling me a bunch of them, and they were very internet-related. Okay. And they didn't, they just fell with a thud. They were like Call of Duty-related. And I was like, well, that's, I understand what you're trying to say here, but that's not funny. But then they, they came up with this, and they get stuff wrong. This is the middle one saying this. Your mama's so fat, she put two quarters in her ear and thought she was listening to 50 cents. <laughs> now, I'm pretty sure he doesn't know who 50 cent is to begin right. with. But the it, fact that he, uh, and he, he delivered it with, I'm really going right. to play with this. Nailed right. it. Now, the that one, you know, I was laughing at that. And then the oldest one told me one. He said, uh, your mama's so hairy. That she ought to speak Wookie. That's pretty good. Well, I just laid out on him, mm-hmm. and I was so proud of him. About three beats later, he goes. Nice. <laughs> 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 we were driving home, and I was laughing so hard I was coughing. I thought I was going to have to pull over on the side of the road. I gave it the kicker. <laughs> he gave it, he, and he he didn't rush it. Right. You know, and it was great. <laughs> I was the oldest one. Did it. the oldest one. I was so proud of him because he told me nice comedic timing. They were awful, and he set me up just a slayer. You know, <laughs> that's great. But they, they're fun. They want to wrestle a bunch now with each other. No, with me. Oh yeah, and whip their ass a couple times. What? I I can't whip their ass completely because I don't want to get in trouble. Well, that's right. But the other day. We were before school, and the oldest one had his backpack, and he's almost as big as I am now. Yeah. I tell him I'll always be meaner. Yeah. I'm pretty sure about that. But he was grabbing at me, and I, I whacked him away. You know, he reached for me, and I parried his arms away. Well, he stumbled, and he goes falling into the island in the kitchen where there was a scrap bowl of a bunch of old celery and popcorn or something that I was supposed to throw out to the chickens. Knocks it off into the floor <laughs> while the middle one's talking to my wife in another room. And so he and I are like, and then he keeps falling, you know, it makes a big right. cloud. And so we're cleaning it up, and we just cleaned it up enough, and it just run out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> and so when we come back home, my wife is looking for a, a bowl of t- cherry tomatoes she had on the island. She's like, did you throw my cherry tomatoes out to the chickens? And I was like... I guess I did because, you know, this is what happened. like, well, I wondered because y'all just disappeared like something was wrong. <laughs> well, we were. We got to hide from Mama. I was <laughs> the fighting. One of the, my dad tells the story when he was in junior high. His older brother, not the oldest one, but mm. the one just older than my dad, which he was a pretty good athlete. 
So he'd got some boxing gloves, and he was trying to get my dad to go out in the backyard and box with him. And I was like, no, I don't want to because whip my ass, you know, every time every time we do it. I'll wrestle, but I'm not boxing. It's like, no, come on, let's box. And finally, my grandpa it's like, I'll box with you. And my uncle's like, no, <laughs> I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> oh, great. And uh, this uncle was, he was probably a sophomore in high school right. at the time. My grandpa was like, you're not going to hurt me. Don't worry about it. And I just, I stole in my head want to see this. Oh, yeah. I cannot I, picture my I'm grandpa like right this. Now. Yeah. yeah. I cannot picture my grandpa like this. That's as they go out in the backyard. Uncle puts on his boxing gloves. My grandpa puts on his boxing gloves. Well, they, those old-timey ones are about probably, this big. Probably. And this was at the age where uncle was, he knew he was a good athlete. Mm-hmm. He was feeling like he was good athlete. He was good-looking, popular with the ladies, so... Had his chest bowed out there. He's like shit. Grandpa was wanting to, you know, take him down a few notches. So my grandpa boxed his ass all over that backyard <laughs> and just wore him out, you know. Like, Man, that'd be fun. I can't even picture my grandpa like that. Yeah, I'd like, like to that. that. But, uh, mine, mine would get mad and start, they'd get emotional. If I... Your dad or your... No, dad? no, my kids. If I, okay, yeah. If I did anything with them like to that point, yeah. they would just turn into, it would go... Totally into the red emotion. Right. They they don't have yet the any kind of grit to them that they right. can withstand it, and then I'd be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it all goes back to you, Ben. I always trouble. go back to me in trouble. All right, we have an email. Hey, okay. We have several, but we're gonna only have time for this one from Cody Allen. Cody Allen, king of the emails, and this may shock you is. It's fairly substantial, so we're going to probably have to take some breaks in okay. pieces of this. He's, he he does write the Ben-Hur of emails. He, he's not afraid to uh, to send us a uh, Unabomber-esque uh, manifesto. Uh, what up, punks? <laughs> it's been some time since I last wrote. I hope this electronic mail finds all of you in good health. I cannot speak as to where I am, though it's not for lack of wanting. I am lost. It is dark, followed by periods of bright lights and noises that sound not unlike a pine martin banging crocodile for the first time. Oh wait, never mind. This is an old cotton processing building where a creepy old man used to live and make giant models of animals for mall displays. (laughs) Okay. Have you ever been lost in an old building? I started right after I... Never mind. So, this is a little (laughs) bit more of a... Ominous email, yeah. but he's about to take the turn. Okay. Anyway, the Halloween prequel episode was a win in my book, even without the hot mic of Ty. 903 creepypasta stories always grab my attention. Maybe I'm a glutton for frights and spooks in October. One time, I stumbled upon a group of what appeared to be hobos on some train tracks back around Allen in 1997. Edit if necessary. I don't think that's necessary. Nah. They saw me and stood up, but all I remember anymore was running for my life back to my parents' house, terrified of train tracks ever since. Now, Mm. the hobo... That would be creepy. That's creepy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The solo hobo would be creepy enough, but But a a pack of them. A pack of hobos. Yeah, you don't want to be running up on a pack of hobos. I wonder what the proper term for a group of hobos is. That'd be a murder. Like a, <laughs> like, yeah, like a crows. Yeah. yeah. Maybe good. a gaggle. Gaggle. Gaggle of hobos. Maybe herd. a herd. A hobo herd. Herd of hobos. That's kind of a alliteration there. Hobo harem. Yeah. Hey, uh, ooh. <laughs> That'd be rough. Imagine boy. that. Imagine that funk. Ooh, yeah. Just feeding off itself. Maybe that's where that field house funk came from. Maybe. A hobo. <laughs> harem of hobos came through. Maybe. Finally, I'm curious to how many non-native species y'all have ever seen wandering around North Texas or anywhere. A friend and I swear we saw a small primate once crossing a road in the middle of Orangeville around this time of year in about 2008. Never again, though. Well, guess this has been an uneventful email. Maybe you know something about shadow people or gremlins. Sorry for the letdown. Stream of consciousness gets the best of me sometimes, Cody. Sent with a hawk and twine. There we go. You ever run up on a chupacabra or anything? No. I can tell you the strangest native species that I did not realize was native here. Uh, that's not the story I thought you were going to tell. But they are around, up around the river. I didn't see it. My wife saw it. Her and a friend. She came back. Tell us more about this friend. When we were living down there. She, Slow. She came back 
What were they wearing? One night. She's like, guess what we saw across the road down there in the bottom? I was like, I don't know. A beaver. She's like, no. Nope. I, I don't know. Tell me. A porcupine. Like, you did not see a porcupine. It was a porcupine. They huh. do have... Range into that? Yeah. Now, so I asked one of our... My mom and dad's neighbors, he's like, I've seen a couple that I hadn't seen. He said, well, every time I've ever seen them, they've been in the barn. Yeah. You know? He's had a horse, horses a couple of different times. Get the horse up and sniff them uh-huh. and get a nose full of quills. They'll eat your uh, battery cables up, up north. Porcupines? Up. Porcupines will. They'll get up underneath, you know, they'll crawl. Uh-huh. Maybe on an older vehicle that's got more room, they'll get right. up there and they'll start looking for salt and they'll... Huh. Start chewing cables and. Uh, I'll be. We got otters. Yes, that's know, another. They're native, odd one but they're not as common. That's further east Texas. Because we had two generally. get killed crossing the road, and I don't know why they would have to cross the road at the creek north, yeah. uh, south of my parents. Did you know that they were around our area, river no. otters? Because the was, only one I know is Emmett. <laughs> The, uh, that was one of my favorite. I hate that. Oh, man. Mr. Gustav loves that, but I hate that. I thing. love Emmett Otter. Do you remember that? I don't remember it's Emmett Jim Otter. Jim Henson, oh. Emmett Otter's Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Wait, they got the Jug Band? Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. I do remember it. Jug uh, Band, yes, I remember yes, now. Yes, yes. <laughs> the, uh, no, a couple of years ago, my, I called my mom one night to check on her. Called mom and dad, see how, see how they're doing. Son. Anyway. We're talking, and Mom says, guess what I saw this morning when I was sitting on the back porch drinking coffee? It's like, I don't know. Mom, what'd you see? I saw three otters playing in the pond back there. Huh. And I'm thinking, she's out of her mind. She's like, no, what the she's hell? <laughs> so I was like, really? Well, that's, that's neat, Mom. You know? <laughs> said it just, said it just about like that. Yeah. You know? Put like that you, on the like phone. You sure they weren't nutrias or beavers? Like, no, they were otters. All right, then. Now, a nutria would be a non-native species. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so, and I didn't even tell anybody. So I just like, she didn't know what the hell she was talking about. And it wasn't two days later, your brother posted that picture on Facebook. Right. Of the two mm-hmm. that got run over on the road by his house. I was like, son of a bitch. I had never seen them up in this area. Now, my brother is always claiming, you know, that there's a cougar around their place. Yeah. Oh, he's real into cougars. Yeah. He he's big into that cougar. Yeah. He wants that cougar bad. I don't know. And and I there's when I was, some kind of cats. When I was a kid, you know, well, you'd hear the Black Panther story. Well, that's where I'm yeah. going right now. So you know, there used to it's it's been mostly falling down since we've been around. But between the the house and the pond, there used to be that barn. Mm-hmm. And the guy that we used to uh, and there's a, you know good friend of the family leased the pasture to, and he ran cattle on it for a long time. He swore he saw a black panther coming out of the barn one time. Mm-hmm. I mean, swore, swore, swore. Yeah. Well, that guy that who you know well is from your parents' neck of the woods that the lawman and I used to haul hay for said he saw one. And th- I mean, this was way back when we were, I guess, high school or yeah. first part of college that he saw one in a you know hay meadow. Yeah. You know when they're out there spotlighting one right. night or whatever. There's, I, you, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting somebody that says they've seen Right. One. Now, I've seen some cat species of something that, you know, I mean, it wasn't a mountain lion because it wasn't that big. Right. Which I don't think in this area they would get that big. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know, know, though. I don't know why they wouldn't. I mean, well, there's that's tons true. of... But, uh, I mean, it's not like they're eating caribou or moose or... Well, but here's the deal. Now, we did have some reports of some animal mutilation, but how many people do you know that have ever lost stock to something, to a predator? We used to, and it was always wild dogs. But, the, you know, and there were lots of wild dogs down right. in that part. Right. I mean, it was never coyotes. Yeah. Coyotes lead on dead ones. Yeah, but, but it was not, never... They're not taking stuff But any time something was, like even newborns that were killed, it was wild dogs that did it. But another... This this is the the best personal account I've ever heard. It's a guy that we all know. You're, he used to work, ended up going to work for your dad. Okay. He was telling me that uh, he asked me one day. He said, "You ever seen any any panthers or anything down at your dad's place?" And I had seen s- some kind of cat that I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Because it, it was big, but it, man, it was skinny. Yeah. It was skinny, skinny. I was like, "Well, I've seen something. I don't really know." 
what, what I didn't tell anybody because it's like one of those. Yeah, once well, you say it, people you, are kind of like, yeah. Unless you shoot it and can show somebody. Right. Anyway, he said, he said the other day, he said, I was driving down that road by your mom and dad's, and this was in the summer because we still had round bells of hay. We just got through bailing right. hay. Still had hay out in the field. He said, there was a bell of hay close to the road. He said, I just happened to glance up. He said, there was a cat. He said, I could tell immediately it was a cat mm-hmm. of some sort laying up on top of one of those round bells of hay. And it was the side of uh, the flat side was towards right. the, the flat side of the bell was towards the road. He said, and I looked at it. He said, and at first, I just, you couldn't, I thought it was dead. He said, and then it, I saw ears twitching. I said, well, was it just a big house cat or a bobcat or something? He said, well, at first I thought it was a bobcat. He said, but then I looked, said, and its tail came off that bell of hay. He said, and it, its tail went all the way down to the center point of that hmm. bell of hay. Man. He says a big That's cat. This yeah. is a long tail. It's I not said, a bobcat. Uh, no. <laughs> so what did you do? He said, I stopped. He said, and it turned around and looked at me. Was it eating a bag of Cheetos? Hopped <laughs> off. <laughs> said it hopped off the... The bale and just loped off, loped across the pasture, off into the woods. Mm. And uh, I was like, no, I've never seen, never seen that one. I mean, you know, I've I always mean, heard of them, but like you said, until somebody shoots one, yeah. And I mean, as much spotlighting goes on. Well, some other friends of ours, guy used to run a ranch north, a big ranch north of my mom and dad's. Mm-hmm. It's like three thousand acres or something, and they used to spotlight all the time. Them. Him and a younger acquaintance of ours were spotlighting one night, and they, this is, and of course they're all drinking. Right. All this. Spotlighting was so fun. And uh, I never cared for it. Dead of winter. They come up on the edge of these woods. There's a down tree laying there. One of them, the one holding the spotlight, says, we just froze. So we hit, I mean, it was, this big cat was just staring right, right. back at us, laying on this log. They let our young acquaintance do the shooting, take the shot at him. I'm like, why don't you let him shoot? You know I mean, shit. Yeah. He's the worst shot of all three of you. <laughs> he shot and said there was a, a sound. So, he, so they think he just burned him more. They went up there afterwards and there was hair on the ground where right. he just grazed him evidently, but there was no blood or anything mm-hmm. like that. They all three, of course, swear by it. Right. You know? Yeah. But like I said, it, I can't, as many deer hunters that traipse through those woods. Oh, yeah. I can't believe nobody's... And as many people spotlight and stuff, you yeah. think that somebody would have bagged one. Panther or a Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> or a Chupacabra. Now, the one thing, talking about, sure enough, non-native, a friend of my dad's, he had a game camera set up back behind his house. Uh-huh. Was this in Falk? No. He's down there checking his... Goes, gets the... SD mm-hmm. card out one day, comes back up to the house and checks it. And there's these pictures of this huge horned goat of some sort. It's like, what in the hell? Walking around on two legs. And, uh, <laughs> That's a previous episode. It's like something so, out of Dragnet. It, it was a... Uh, <laughs> so he ended up stalking it out for a couple of... I mean, he kept coming back. to He's out of feeder down that, mm-hmm. in that direction. He kept coming back. Every few days, he ended up shooting it. It was an exotic because that's what you do, right? <laughs> you don't know what it is. You right. just pump that son of a bitch full of lead. Right. Let's shoot it so we can get a closer look at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're easier to catch when they're dead. And, uh, and only thing. <coughs> oh me, only hell! Thing I don't he think we should have shot this. <laughs> right. What you used to do when you were duck hunting? You know. <laughs> yeah. When we were kids. Well, yeah. We'd identify them after they hit the right. ground. It's a lot easier. Yeah. We were kids, and there was you know back when you couldn't shoot canvas backs. So right. You couldn't shoot. You only shoot so many green heads. Oh, we just shot everything that flew shoot by. Shoot them, and we'll sort them out. When we... <laughs> yeah. But anyway, only thing he could figure is that it came off one of those exotic ranches. Right. A few miles up the creek or something like yeah. that, and it's gotten loose. I saw and a story today about a guy that had exotics, and somebody drove up and shot three of his deer, and they were probably standing by the fence and just shot them and drove off. Well, that's happened up in our neck of the oh, woods, yeah. too. But usually somebody tries to get them. Yeah. But that yeah. was uh, just today. guy down the road from my dad a couple of years ago, he had an elk. Somebody shot it from the road. They take it? No, left the damn thing laying out there. At least take it, you know. Yeah. I mean, shit. 
Like, <laughs> throw some, some drunk backwoods spotlight in the middle. Like, right. There's an elk. <laughs> Look at the size of that deer, Bobby. What the hell's an elk doing out here? Well, I don't know. Shoot it. Now, I remember a story that you told, and this is a native species, and I've always I've held it in my heart because it means so much to me, about the, the beaver. The beaver. Would you like to share that story? I'm always up for a good beaver story. Thanks. I just had it stuffed. When I was a young lad, now I'm going to change the story from the original telling because the more I think back in my head. We want it in the original Hebrew. The more I run this back in my head, I can picture how it actually went down compared to how I originally told the story. Why don't you tell the original version and then you can tell the updated. No, let me tell the true telling of the story and then I will tell what I told y'all. All All right. When I was a young lad. I kind of want to hear the story he told y'all first and then get to All right. Well, I'll let Gustav tell the original. Well, what I remember is you and your father and then another associate of your father's Mm -hmm. were out in the hay meadow. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there was some some Budweiser involved. Yeah. And over by the tree line, y'all all all three saw a beaver running on its hind legs. At full what? speed, whatever that full Show speed me. is. <laughs> <laughs> that's cartoon. <laughs> now, that's the story. And as simple as that's the story. That's, we that's saw all you need. running on its hind legs. So tell me what you now see as the revised true story. All right. Was it wearing a hat or anything? He's smoking. <laughs> a monocle. <laughs> And then there, there was a squirrel in a police car chasing him. <laughs> Me and my dad and one of his old associates that was at their annual card game. Okay. And I was young. We were down at the pond. Well, we're mom and dad's house. Right. Now, of course, on the other side. Right. And they're drinking. We're fishing. In quotes, air quotes here. <laughs> yeah, you, ca- you have a you have a. Pole. I'm fishing. Yeah. Catching a lot of beer. All of a sudden, I. Hear him going, what is that? And I remember looking over, and you know how the pond goes up in the neck there? Mm-hmm. Coming off the neck, up in the hay meadow, standing on its hind legs, like yeah. looking, is a beaver. Well, of course, they get the 22s out <laughs> and start shooting at it. And it, I mean, it did not run on its hind <laughs> legs. But it, for a moment, it was up above the grass, <laughs> looking over the grass on its hind legs. And then it took off running. Because the way he told it, I like it made it sound like there is a beaver running the 40-yard dash right. on its hind legs. Getting with it. Got the arms <laughs> pumping. And I don't remember there was any shooting involved in the original story. It was just like no, we they saw shot. a beaver running. Just happened to see a beaver I running. I like the original story <laughs> I like the original one better, too. Especially along the tree lines. It just, it just <laughs> comes right busting right out of the woods. <laughs> yes, like, boom! Something just scared the hell out of it. <laughs> uh, man, that's much more... Have you talked to your dad about that since? Does he remember that? He doesn't remember. Stuff like that... Well, that, that makes was, an impression. Right. And that's just... Yeah, like, I don't recall that. I wonder no. if we'll be like that in another 20 years. Probably. Probably. Although, that would be like the stuff that's happening now, or actually would have happened like 10 years ago. Yeah, that's true. We're old. Getting there. Some old, that, that shirt you're wearing is almost as that old as... That shirt you're wearing is older than most of our listeners. Yeah. This is probably 91 or 92, I would say. Uh, Can we take a picture of that and post? Yeah, absolutely. You know, without your without your yeah. features on it, right? But go ahead and describe it for us because it, it is, is a sight to see. What's this material called? Just velour. Fleece. Yeah, it's a fleece pullover <laughs> with a zipper. You know, with the zipper, the chest up zipper. You know, not the full length. Right, the zipper V V neck. I guess V. It is navy in color with these. It's got some green. Very handsome. Maroon, yellow, and white. It almost has a broadcloth stripe. Yeah. If for and broadcloth was what they traded with the uh, Indians back in the uh, 1800s, and it would have a, a colored edge. It'd be a dark, and then you have kind of a very stripes. Santa Fe look pullover. Yeah, I can see. And you were very Santa Southwest Fe back in that time yeah. frame. Yeah. 
Do you remember... You had a poncho. Well, hold on. He didn't... Do you remember that he used to uh, collect Kachina dolls? <laughs> no. I did not remember that. He had an impressive collection. Still do. Of Kachina dolls. They're at my mom and dad's. Curio cabinet or... Yes, they're in the curio cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> Very impressive. As they should be. Yeah. And they were, they were big ones. These weren't the little ones. They were oh. Had some, had some, had some small, small ones. Got some big Man. ones. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. He was yeah. very Santa Fe. Maybe uh, Taos, even. Oh, yeah. look at you. Well, that, yeah, that, that shirt has got Santa Fe written all oh, over yeah. it. So, when you pulled this out today to wear, what did the uh, missus say to you? I think her first words were, you're not going to wear that, are you? Because y'all were going out. Right. And I was like, yeah, it's nice and warm. It looks good. Don't you think it looks good? And she just kind of stared at me with this look on her face like, which I know it probably doesn't look good, but <laughs> it looks I, like you. That's exactly what yeah. she said. She said that looks just like you. Yeah, <laughs> and she hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm. It's warm. It, it is. It's nice and warm. I, it's got it, a nice. It color. does look comfy. I don't think it's bad. Does it have pockets on the side? Yeah, it's got pockets oh, too. Man. Hell, hell, I'd never take that thing off. Everything you could want and more. Yeah, we need to take a picture of that. Yeah, we'll take a picture of that for sure. Yeah. I mean, I can't talk. I'm wearing this $4 uh, canvas shirt from Goodwill, so. It's a good-looking shirt, though. I like that. Yeah. I tell you, one of my favorite cold weather, not like this kind of cold weather shirt, is a real heavy flannel. It's We used to wear the chamois. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were big on the chamois shirt the, uh, back in about 1991. This is a flannel from American Eagle, and it's that heavy, heavy flannel that could almost, you could wear it as a shirt, but I always wear it as like an over-type right. yeah. shirt, kind of, it's that good, thick, heavy flannel. As this will attest to, I've always bought my clothes bigger in size, Right. I figure I'll grow into it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, You're betting on the over? Right. I've had this for since 1992. Well, you Look were not that. that size in 1992. Still fits even in that flannel. Oh, you still got a little wiggle room in yeah. there, too. That's, I, I got another 30 pounds, probably. You'll let's have that till you that. die. I want to uh, keep this podcast going for a while, so let's not push that 30 pounds. <laughs> yeah, the flannel one, I've had it since late 90s, probably. Do you remember you gave me a wool Pendleton shirt? Mm-hmm. I put that on the other day. It's a little snug. But it was a nice shirt. It was a good shirt. It was my dad's. Was it really? Yeah. I can't even imagine a time that he wore that. Yeah. I've I've amassed quite the wool shirt collection. That was put that late in the seventies, early eighties. I, I am a fan of the Pendleton shirt. I never yeah, I like those. So damn I don't mind it. I like those too. The like jacket thing that's like flannel, but it's lined. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. It's like a man. Yeah. Those are comfy too. Flannel wool. I love flannel. I like the wool. Have you ever had the flannel sheets? Yeah, no. I've had them, and they're okay. I had some I in know. college. I'd hate to see those under a black light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. that I don't still have them now. I'm still using the same set. It seems like they'd be awfully hot. Yeah, that's the thing. That Some of them, yeah, some of them are, for sure. Yeah. Now, let me ask you something. But great in the winter. You don't have to run that heater. Do you use a top sheet and the bottom sheet? Yes. What do you mean? Like the fitted sheet. You got the fitted sheet on the mattress, and then you have the the top sheet. Yeah. Yeah. And the blanket. We don't do that. Well, you just do straight blanket. Just straight blanket. Really? Really? You got something against the sheet, top sheet, or what? How do you feel about the duvet? Duvet comfort. You know, it's the same thing. Duvet cover. I didn't know that existed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Got married, right? I yeah, marry. gotta have the like, good. What's this duvet of which you speak? Gotta have a nice down a duvet. Yeah, man, cover. those things, those down comforters are freaking awesome. Oh yeah. man, love them. I got a down Eddie Bauer bag, mummy bag that was made the year I, we were born. Holy shit! Back when Eddie Bauer was an actual outdoor company, and right, not, and that thing is awesome. Huh. It, it beats the hell. Goodwill find. Goodwill find. When'd you get it? Eight dollars. Dar? Dar. It's awesome. When did you get it? About two years ago. Man. It is it is great. You need Money to send back. us a picture Money. of that. I don't know I how think much you did send me a picture. I think of that. I did. Yeah. I don't know how much it would cost 
if I found a bag of that equivalent quality now. Yeah. I'd be it'd be like a marmot bag or something crazy, something, you know, five hundred dollar bag. Right. It's great. And and I know some people don't like down bags because it pokes them. And I had, mm-hmm. well, when I got struck by lightning, mm-hmm. I was in a down bag. And it was a shitty old military one. Yeah. And it would always poke you because it wasn't, like, good down. It right. was just whatever. It wasn't really down. It was chicken. <laughs> <laughs> chicken and goose. Uh, but, yeah, down's great. I'd like a good down comforter, but dogs would tear it up. Yeah. Cody mentioned gremlins and shadow people. Now, you know, Gremlins, that, that came about not just the movie that was a classic of our childhood, but that was a World, World War, War II, II. Thing, where yeah. they couldn't explain. And Foo Fighters, that was another term that came from. That was the lights that they would see while the pilots were, uh, they couldn't explain. I've never heard that. Yeah, they call them Foo Fighters. Uh, what about Shadow People? Shadow People are, that's more of a a broader term for just, you know, shadow people that, you know, not... Some kind of entity that's kind of trans-dimensional. Right. Gotcha. Okay. I, I, that's, I knew that. I yeah. didn't know if there was another No, I don't think there's a correlation, there. but the Gremlins in the food Not to be confused with the Shadow Puppet. Yes, because I remember... No puppet. ...a Bugs Bunny episode... Yes. ...that talked yeah. about Gremlins. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it was... Have you ever gone back and watched some of that uh, old... Well, that's what I grew up watching. Uh... Bugs Bunny with the World War II propaganda? Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. Well, there, there's a Donald Duck... Disney one where he fights the the Nazis. Yeah, really? you ever seen that one? Well, the, I was the on YouTube. They have the racist Bugs Bunny yes. <laughs> Japanese yes. one. Yeah, and it's like holy crap. Yeah, yeah. calling them Japs yeah. and slant no, eyes and no offense. Right. Yeah. No offense. You did the air quote, so it's and, okay. Uh, yeah, I was like, holy crap. I mean, that was just that's just common. This is that's how of, it was. Just like you know, we talked support talked about before that like we got to watch adult movies that were you know changed for where kids could watch right. them and so we were exposed to some of that adult content that kids are now man same way with cartoons like oh, yeah. a lot of those cartoons were over I mean, our head of yeah how, like and they weren't just silly you know well the first one i remember stuff. the one i caught on to wait there's a bigger picture here was rocky and bullwinkle oh yeah had a bunch of Cold War stuff. Yeah, very much Cold War innuendos and towards very anti-Russian. Yeah, and they and Maybe the writers, I've seen, uh, yeah. you know, interviews with them, and they were pitching everything over the kids' heads. Yeah. And there were jokes, and there was that mm-hmm. that message. I mean, it's very much a product of its time. Yeah. Yeah, very propaganda-based. I've never seen you shadow people. I don't know. That's a thing that... Who was it, one of our listeners had mentioned when we were talking about seeing, was it Ginsburg? Talked about having having a New Jersey Devil story. Yeah, I think Ginsburg has a New Jersey Devil. And Brad Brad has something about the Mothman. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we need to find him. I guess we need to quit talking shit about him and get back on here. Kind of, that's why I never talk shit about him, because I want him to come back. You two just beat the hell out of him. Well, we that's kind of how he likes it. <laughs> um, did y'all seen the movie or read the book, The Mothman Prophecy? Never have seen it. Never, never. You should. It's really good. Is it? Yeah. Did that star uh, Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Yeah. It's it's I don't really think I good. Have a hard Richard Gere band like I do on Julia Roberts, but it's a soft band. Yeah. Gere, Gere's done some good movies though. I'm not crazy about him, but he has done some good movies. But that one, if y'all haven't seen that one, you should watch it. It's good. Tell you my probably my favorite one of it'll, his. It'll freak you out a little. What's bit. the one where he's in the car? With the hamster. Intersection. Was it intersection? Where he's yeah. in the car wreck? Yeah. It's got the. I thought it was uh, called Shattered or something. That's a different movie. No, that's Intersection is the one where have Richard Sharon Gere, Stone think. is in in it with him too, and then the the red haired lady is also in it. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. called Intersection. Yeah. Okay. Shattered, I think, had. Uh, Tom Berenger. Oh, yes, that was Tom. That's, that a, was that's awesome. a good, good one, movie. too. That is yeah, a good movie. That's, that's also a good. Movie. good. And another great Richard Gere is with him and Ed Norton. Primal Fear. Yes. That is yeah. a good movie. I'll give you yeah, that. That's very movie. good. Yeah, yeah, Gere's done some good American movies. American Gigolo, yeah. also. <laughs> Never seen it. <laughs> highly seen it. underrated. Hey, it does have a young Lauren Hutton in it. There's a Gear movie with Sam 
Waterston. Not Sam Waterston. South of Heaven, maybe, or something like that? Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never seen That's it. That's pretty good, too. It? It's very, I mean, it's very 19th century period piece type okay. thing. It's not like a, a real... Yeah, there's uh, nothing wrong with gear. I'm not, I'm not a big gear fan. Do you still have that Officer and a Gentleman soundtrack? I do. Man, my parents had that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my mom really liked that movie. That Deborah Winger had some bush. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> All Put right. that on a montage right well, there. That's the, I think that's a good way to end it on Deborah Winger's Bush. Uh, well, thank you once again for listening to us. Uh, thank you, Cody Allen, for your email. Yes, that was a great email. And uh, if you all like to email us any of your tales of running beavers or bush or anything of that sort, uh, get to us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com or tweet at us on Twitter. Give our friends, KJ, who sponsored this episode, and Clay from the Partial Recall Listen, or uh, Ray Ranfield's podcast. Well, actually, he doesn't have a podcast. Glenn311 has a podcast. And then, of course, Brad at Blow the Belt that we do love, even though we kick him in the nuts all the time. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. Get a load of this, folks. The GCF, a constant menace to pilots, after gremlins who wreck planes with their diabolical sabotage. <laughs> gremlins. <laughs> oh, murder. <laughs> gremlins. What a fairy tale. <laughs> <laughs>